0: You are listening to an artist
1: interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org/podcasts.
0: Hi, you're listening to a Chirp Radio artist interview. My name is Mick, and I am in conversation with Kashi of Flung. Flung is a Oakland-based project and they are going to be coming through Chicago on July 2nd to play at the Hideout. How are you doing today, Kashi?
1: I'm doing really, really well. Yeah, how about yourself? Thanks for having me on.
0: So, would you mind just sort of introducing yourself to our audience a little bit?
1: Sure. Um, Hi, Chirp listeners. Thanks for uh, listening. My name is Kashika, or Kashi, uh, and I go by Flung, as Mick said. Um, I have been playing music since... <clears throat> Sorry, been playing music since I was about six years old. Um, I started um, uh, playing in Shona marimba ensemble actually the man who brought Shona music to uh, the US Dumasani Mariade came to teach at the University of Washington I grew up in Seattle um, he taught my teacher and then I ended up joining a group that she was in and learned so much from that music and from the you know the traditions of Shona music that she passed down uh, to me and to all of us in the group. Uh, and I played in that band for about 12 years. From there, I started doing, um, I started playing jazz drums and, you know, just kind of dip my dip my fingers and toes into a lot of different musical pools and then more recently i have a project called honey oat uh, which is a duo project i play keyboards and my bandmate plays drums and we released a record in 2019 uh, with the new york label astronautico and we were doing some honey oat work um on our new record which we have since finished it's going to be released probably next year and so we were doing some remote work and I kind of got to the end of a end of what we could do not from the same place Um, and I wasn't working at that time because I was working at a movie theater and they were shut down because of COVID and I had been wanting to try to make a solo record for a really long time at least five years and it had always just felt like super impossible for me Uh, for whatever reason I would start something and then not really be able to carry it through into anything that I really felt good about and all of a sudden like i just it was like some floodgates opened or something and i wrote that record shaky but my hair has grown over the course of about two weeks in april of 2020 there's a lot of sample manipulation and drum programming and vocals that i was i was doing mostly in my room i also have a studio where my drums are so there's some live drums on that record and yeah that was kind of the the birth of this project flung and then the next record apricot angel which i'm releasing this summer took a year to make so so, it has like a really different process than the first record, and I think has a very different feeling to it, too. But I'm really, really excited to be uh, taking all this music on the road because, uh, you know, it being a project that was born in the pandemic, that's like, feels like a very crucial component that I'm just now starting to step into. So, I'm really looking forward to it and playing in Chicago. I also, I just met a bunch of really amazing um, Chicago folks. I played a show with Kaina uh, earlier this week, and uh, she and her entire band were just so sweet. It was really great to connect with them, and I love their music so much, so i um, extra excited about Chicago for that reason. Sure.
0: And on your last album, you had mentioned that there were a number of poets who inspired you. I thought that that was pretty interesting for you to uh, mention in relationship to such strongly sample-based music. What is the connection between sample music and poetry in your mind, and how do they sort of reinforce the the strengths and possibilities of, of both of these art
1: forms? Sure, that's a a big question. Um, I could probably talk for hours about that. But the the poetry that I had been writing was specifically thinking about sampling as like to me a very queer and trans practice and, and coming to know my own transness through thinking through sampling and thinking through how do you even say it uh, just like using using words or using sounds or, um, or harmonies or rhythms or whatever it may be um, kind of as matter and collecting like you were saying and assembling and building um, through fragments I think is the piece that feels really like it's it runs through sampling and through a lot of the poetry that I had been reading and also that runs through kind of my my transness and so it's this interesting like very obscure oblique triangle that that forms for me and that feels like a real inspiration for the work so I think at that time like I had been reading a lot of poetry and getting a lot of inspiration and also I think some of my like pull to thinking about water and the seaside um especially with this record that I'm working on right now like there's some inspiration from like like edward glissant's uh book poetic intention thing that was really inspiring for me at that time and 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 still is so i don't think it's you know it's not so it's not such a straight clear line of like oh i like use some poets lines that I like in my lyrics or like I sample the voice of this poet like it's it's a little bit more of a fuzzy connection but it's one that feels very like guiding for this project and I think especially when I think about like the seeds of this project and the way that for me like sampling transness and poetry and like certain poetry that I was reading at that time and also poetry that I was writing at that time feel very like formative at a certain place in my life that this project kind of sprang out from does that make sense?
0: I really like the way that you integrate Zimbabwean uh, music into your sound, though, and I know that you said that you started out with a Shona band, um, learning you know, to play music that way. And I was wondering how it is that those sounds have carried over from you know your formative years into you know this uh, this new project and how they continue to inform your your music, not only on your previous album, but then also on Apricot Angel.
1: I think the biggest thing is the value of repetition and the power of repetition and the way that through repeating something over and over... Like like I mean it's like that motion and stillness thing that I was talking about like I think there's something very very powerful and compelling and really to me more you know I mean it feels less even like a choice and more just like that's part of how I how I learned to play music is like there is a loop that's happening or a beat or a pulse in a song and it just goes and it's like it's like a train I was thinking about this recently actually with live performance because I think one of the biggest things that we learned was if you make something some kind of a mistake or something goes wrong there's no like oh I'm gonna stop everything and then like restart or like wait to get back on whereas I feel like people who like maybe learned playing classical music or not playing with other people just playing like by themselves sometimes that's more the impulse but like for me it's like yeah like once a song's going like you're part of it and you have to stay with it and you have to attend to it and even if something falls away you still have to kind of continue to to get back on it and like give it what you can but I think in terms of the recorded work yeah just like repetition and I think there's a really natural connection between the way that a lot of the marimba and imbira songs that i grew up playing like they are so based in cycles and and you know i think that feels very kin with the way that i like to play with samples and the way that i like to have a sample like repeat over and over and over and then like what happens when an element changes or when a sample warps in a particular kind of way and like what is the impact what's the felt impact of like once something that you have come to know to like repeat over and over and you've come to like expect that what happens like musically or in the body or like in your ears when that repetition like shifts or changes or you know becomes slightly off kilter or slightly askew so yeah I think I think that's the biggest thing and just also the way that rhythmic feel and rhythmic intention is not something we always think about right like it's not just like oh well here's this is how fast the song is is and this is where the click is in the song or whatever but thinking about like where is a pattern or a groove or a pulse like where on the beat is that sitting um and i think that even though like a lot of what i do in flung is not there is a lot of percussion and also there's non-percussive elements but having learned so fundamentally on melodic instruments that are always percussive as well like marimbas right It's, it's melodic and chordal in the sense that there's different notes of course but you're always hitting the thing like it is a percussive instrument and so i think that has given me a really um i'm just i'm always thinking about rhythm and pulse and feel and yeah like where something is sitting on top of a beat or or inside of a beat or behind a beat so i think that that would be the other big thing that i would that i would say
0: yeah for sure um, so as far as your live set uh, what can people expect from it uh, how is it going to be different from your recorded music and how is it going to be recognizable how is it going to be familiar
1: oh yay people can expect the live set's really different from the recorded music actually um, and that was one of the things that was the most fun about creating these live arrangements was totally like deconstructing my songs and in some cases writing what feel like new songs around some of the same ideas I mean I A couple of the songs that i play are pretty similar to the record but i would say most of them are pretty different and also i'm mostly going to be playing songs from the new record or that's not totally true i think it's like maybe more like half and half
0: very cool yeah um very cool i feel like we have had a really great conversation yeah too i i really appreciate you coming on and chatting with me are there any like final shout outs or anything that you want to leave our audience with
1: no i don't think so i hope i hope to see you in in chicago and you know if you have any friends in east coast cities and you like my show in chicago maybe maybe give them a heads up i'm i'm really looking forward to just meeting some new folks out on the road and also yeah check out fetter check out lula asplund um sharing the stage with both of them and they're both really incredible kind of experimental electronic artists and it should be a really fun night i'm looking forward to it
0: cool well again thank you so much for chatting with me yeah. Hope to see you at the show as well hope it goes well again this has been mick in conversation with kashika of flung they have a new album coming out this summer called apricot angel and they will be at the hideout on july 2nd yeah thanks mick